Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode number 36. Hoping, 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 hoping that you guys had a great day. I had an awesome day today. It's raining out there, just the way I like it. Wish I could take this whole setup and go sit out in uh, in uh, the front of my house, and uh, but that won't be a good idea, so I won't do that. Either way, um, good day. Few shows came through. Of course, I cannot mention them until um, contracts and deposits are in. Uh, contracts are in for two of them. There's three that came in today. So we'll be in a city near you real soon. So please stay tuned. Um, I can't really rely on just the contracts. Contracts can be broken, and they have been in the past. Deposits are what's key in our business we really need to lock that in because a promoter will easily break a contract and say hey i gotta move the date or i can't do this and what happens when that when when they do something like that what happens is and this is why we don't allow them to promote either until deposits are in because what happens is if they start promoting right let's say we're doing i don't know miami okay and there's another promoter that's interested in bringing us out once he sees the promotions that were coming in, he's not even him or her because we get female promoters. Uh, they're not going to even consider bringing us out. They're going to pass over us. They won't even call to double check because, you know, uh, according to policy, there are no promotions until the deposits and the contracts are executed. So, um, so, and that's what the reason why we make sure the deposits are in because then what happens is we lose. So if they wind up changing the date or canceling all out, now we're, we're kind of screwed, you know, and we rely on this because it's all about repeat business for us. There's no new records on the radio uh, for people to just, you know, want to bring us in. So we kind of, everybody kind of works the circuit. Everyone kind of makes you know, makes their rounds, you know, so if there's an artist, he'll go do a show in Miami, he'll go to Texas, go to California, go to Chicago, go up to Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut, come home, you know, everybody pretty much does the circuit, you know, so you don't want to mess up your run in the circuit, you got to make sure you get on there and you stay on there, you know, you kind of, kind of get it, get it going. Now, of course, there are some, um, off shows, so not everything's in the circuit. So if we let's say we have uh, 12 shows within the circuit, and everybody's pretty much going to do those same 12 shows. In between that, with Little Susan and Cover Girls, I might have some other shows that might only do like a one-off, maybe one show a year. That's it, or a special occasion, or maybe a private party, or an anniversary, or a birthday, or bar mitzvah, or whatever the case may be. So, um, so that's pretty much that's how that works. 
which is why when you see I tell you yes we have a show but we can't speak on it yet that's just for that trust me I want to tell you about it because I want to start promoting them I want to get them going with the great shows the great cities I love doing them are they gonna happen yeah they're gonna happen yeah I know these promoters and they've never let me down however things do happen unfortunately people do die I did have a promoter um, in San Antonio uh, one time that passed away it was crazy um, I had did a few acts for his event and he passed away right before the event and I thought they were gonna cancel but his wife took over and she kept going so anybody from San Antonio uh, they know who I'm talking about what's crazy is that that promoter came to me through somebody else I forgot who um, and him and I um, clicked I, I kind of unfortunately I, if I give it thought I'm sure I remember his name I just don't remember um, but uh, we kind of clicked and we, we used to man he used to call and we used to talk about family and just a cool dude man it was a cool dude and and it looked like we were gonna do a lot of business you know and he just wanted to kind of keep a nice flow of people and he wanted to work with me because i i ran a couple of favors for him and uh i got a couple of acts down not that i got them down on price is that somebody else was overcharging a lot and they were overcharging to the amount where i wouldn't even believe that an artist would agree like you know you can't if my if my artist my personal artist, and it's happened several times, several times over the years where my artist is worth X amount of money, they will come and offer me XXX. And most people will say, well, you should take it. They're offering, well, I don't know. I don't know because it's not like they think the group is so fabulous that they want to pay that much money. They really think that the act might be that amount. And I really don't think it's cool for us to charge them and to agree to that. That's kind of slimy, man. Think about it, you know? For us to charge them that. Meanwhile, we just did three, four shows, you know, for that same amount. You know, it's just, it's not right, man. Karma's a bitch. Not only that, what happens if you got a good relationship going, a dude's booking from you, all of a sudden, he finds out the truth. You know how bad you're going to look? You're going to look horrible. And you're going to lose that account and your reputation. And, and there's nothing you can say because you know what? You were crooked. You were crooked. I'd rather not roll like that. You know, I say, I remember somebody came to me for Dubai. Uh, Dubai's far. We do charge a lot, but not the amount that they were offering. And somebody else would say yes. I don't think it's fair. Just, just some things I just don't think are right. I don't want to do that, you know? Um, and, uh, and they did have ignorance. They didn't do it because they were rich and they were trying. They really had no idea. They had no idea. So anyway, but, um, yeah, so that's pretty much how that, that whole thing flows, you know? Um, uh, I got like what, two more weekends before I hit the road again? What's today? Today's a sixer. So nope, nope. Actually, this is the last weekend that I'm home. And then the following weekend, we're on the road and we're heading out to Fresno, California for the Valentine's Love Jam. And that's going to be a great show. I love doing those concerts. Uh, they are so sweet. I mean, really in, out, do the show. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not complaining. It's just when you're doing them for a long time uh, and, and knowing that there's been events that were kind of messed up, kind of like shaky, unorganized, when you run a, a run into an event that runs smooth as silk, man, you want to embrace it. 
You really do. You don't know. You know, and people who only do the cool ones, like the Freestyle Explosions, people who only do those and then go off and try to do another event, oh, 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 yo, let me tell you something, night and day. That's why with the Freestyle Explosion, people complain about some of the policies. I don't, neither do my girls. You know, I let them know. I'm like, listen, man, they have to run like this because they have to have everyone on the same page. Now, if they're forcing us to do something, everybody else is, you know, going, you know, doing something else, then that's different. But no, as long as everybody's following the rules, then I'm a, a thousand percent with it. You know, the key is to go in there, get your money, do an incredible show, make the people love you, do whatever else is required, and then go home and to the next one. This is, that's this is beautiful you know we're older now we don't want to be you know a lot of us can't really stay up that late i mean it's just tiring not that we're old but we've been doing it for quite a while me i was never one to 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 stay at the clubs or stay at the venues that just was not me um And that had to do with me being on the road with a minor. Remember, I started going on the road with Susie. I mean, I worked with her since she was a little girl. I'm talking about five years old. But when I started going on the road with her, like we started really going on the road. I did shows with her when she was little. I'm talking about like six, seven years old. And we used to do like a lot of New York circuit. And we went in there and I was young. I was in my 20s. Was I? I wasn't even, I don't even know if I was in my 20s. I got to do the math. She's 40. I don't know. I got to do the math. Anyway, I was real young. If I wasn't in my 20s, I was like 18, 19. And the thing is, um, you know, most most kids my age, you know, want to chill out in the club, man, after the show. And not with her because she was a minor and I traveled with her parents and I always wanted to, you know, represent. I wanted to represent. I wasn't going to be that dude that hung out in the clubs and got drunk and messed with girls. And I didn't want to be that one. So, you know, when she left, I left, you know, and I continued that on even when she got older and Take Me In Your Arms became a hit and I went on the road and usually it was either with her father or her mother. And believe me, they... They didn't stop me. They didn't say, oh, you got to come back with us. Because I could have easily went back to the hotel with them and, and say, okay, God, I'm going to go back to the club for, to, for a little bit. I'll see you in the morning before we leave, you know? But I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I didn't want no problems. God forbid a fight broke out. I got caught up there. I didn't want to get, I didn't want to put them in any of that, you know? So, you know, when the show was over, I was out of there, you know? And let me tell you something. What's so weird is, what's so crazy is that when I first met Stevie B, I met him at a club called Deco's. Now, of course, I've been a fan of Stevie for years, and Susie introduced me to him at Deco's. And I was young, man. I was in my 20s, early 20s, and um, and uh, we got to know each other a little bit. But I remember sitting down talking to him, and I asked him, I said, um, what you doing after, the, sh- after the, the show? You hanging out? Or He said, nah, brother. He goes, I don't hang out. He goes... I do my show, I go back to my hotel. And I thought about it. And there was something about it, the way he told me that um that I invited to. It's crazy. And uh to you know, I never told him that. I need to tell him that. I'm gonna tell him that next I'm gonna see him next week. I'm gonna tell him that. And um it's crazy. But um yeah, I don't hang out in the clubs, never did because of him. Because of him. And uh 
It's really interesting, really interesting uh, situation. Um, just thinking of it now, it's just weird because I'm, I'm bugging. Um, but yeah, it was him. He, uh, he told me that. And ever since then, you know, we would do the show, we would do autographs. But when she left, I left and I stayed left. You know, I never came back. I didn't go back to the clubs. I didn't have people hanging out in my hotel rooms. Unless it was our dances. Like, if it was just our crew. That was different. You know, we'll order some pizza, order some food, some Domino's, whatever. You know, regular hotel freaking order late at night food. And um, we would all just kind of chill, chill out in the room, eat, laugh, joke, goof around. It, we had some good freaking times, man. Um, but uh, but I... I I appreciate that because I think it brought me up a certain way in this in this business. You know, I don't have a history. I don't have a history of messing around or people don't have a, um, this picture of me getting drunk or acting a fool. Nah, doesn't exist. And I'm glad, you know, and again, I was representing a child and I didn't want to, I didn't want to be a bad representative for that child, that child. And not only that, um, if I was, whether I was on the road with the mother or her mother or father, they trusted me. And I wasn't going to um, uh, mess up that trust in no way. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, so that's pretty much how, you know, how that whole thing, uh, how that all came together, you know. So, kind of crazy. You know, I think about it now and... Uh, Time flies, man. I swear, it feels like just the other day when I first started going on the road, you know. And then when I started going on the road with Angel, I was like 35. And um, I was booking her. I was booking her first um, as a solo artist. Cover girls weren't reunited yet. Um, and then when her and I became a, a couple... I wanted to, I didn't want to lose my position with Susie. I wanted to make sure she understood that she was still a priority. She was still very important. See, um, and that was very clear with Angel. And she understood and she respected that. And I always appreciated it. Those two always got along. And I, I think they became really great friends over the years. And they have a very, they have a, a mutual respect for each other and love. And, um, and they both have me. <laughs> so, uh, but, um, then when, you know, when I had Angel on the road, too, same thing. You know, Angel wasn't one to hang out after the shows, you know. So it was a real easy, simple transition, you know, do the show, go back. Like, we look forward to going back. Now what we do is, like, when we do the Freestyle Explosion, is um, when we do the Freestyle Explosion, we, um, when we come back, a lot of times we'll hang out in the lobby at the hotel. We might order a pizza, some sodas, and we'll hang out there. A lot of times the artists come back. We don't really like to bring people unless it's, you know, family into our room only because, you know, they're regular rooms. They're not sweet. So there's no place to really chill out except on our beds. We don't get anything fancy because we're there to sleep and go home the next day. So um, a lot of times, and it's a little more comfortable if we just meet people in the lobby because they have tables and they have couches there and, you know, we can order food and they got candy machines and they have usually the bars down there. So it's pre pretty cool, you know, nice little vibe. So... We look forward to that. That's the thing that we look forward to. So we'll go, come back, and you know, on the way going from the venue to the to the um, hotel, we're already calling uh, you know, um, 
we're already ordering food and <laughs> say, yo, we'll be there like five minutes and, uh, and the girls will be down there all still in their dresses and, you know, we'll grab a bite and then we're, we're out. We're out. Once we're done with that, we, um, we'll go up to our rooms and call it a night. And a lot of times we'll say bye to the girls in the evening and, um, they, we, we, well, that's it. We'll part in the morning. So we won't even see each other. So, but, um, you know, other than that, uh, you know, it's, it's cool. It's a, it's a cool life. It's, um, having a good old time, you know, I don't really get much. I don't see much though. I think the last time was when we went to, um, me and Angel went to the Motown Museum, Hitsville in Detroit. Uh, I always wanted to go there. So we made our point. Well, I think one time we tried to go, but our schedule wasn't going to let it. It was just too tight, and we just weren't going to make it. And then, so what we did is, um, another time that we went, I think we came in a night before, the night before, and then we took a cab, or I think the promoter drove us there. I don't remember. And we went to check out the Motown Museum. If you're ever in Detroit, man, I recommend anyone who has an interest in the music business or were a fan of Motown, even if you weren't, you'd be so fascinated by the history and just the way everything looked and you bug out how small the freaking house is like oh shit all these people were in here and it was it's crazy it's like a museum and so you see the outfits you can see they still have like the old mixing board they show the bed where they used to sleep and they had a cigarette machine in there the old school it was crazy man it's crazy but we don't really see much we might walk on a beach me and Angel said that when Erica left when she finished high school and go Went to the college, went to college, or like now she's in the army. Um, she's in Germany. We um, we have said that, well, we should start going and seeing more of, you know, we travel the whole country. We're, we're always, um, we're all over the place, you know? I mean, we've been, we did Disneyland, and me and Angel did Hollywood, um, the Walk of Fame, or Star, Star Walk, whatever you call it. Whatever the, the Star Walk uh, walkway, I forgot what you call it, but anyway, um, and that wasn't so impressive, by the way. Just so you know, I'm coming from New York, 42nd Street, 42nd Street. Even the days when that shit was like gritty was like you were still in awe. You was like, oh, Hollywood's not like that, man. Hollywood's like kind of weird, man. Mm, kind of weird. I expected something to- totally different vibe. It was nothing what I expected. It's actually kind of whack, to be honest with you. So, a lot of history. Though, that's the only thing I can give it. A lot of history. Wonderful history. Uh, but, you know, it, it didn't give you that that wow factor. You know? But, yeah, so we talked about, you know, going to see more as we got older and we traveled more. Hawaii, we went to Waikiki Beach. We were, like, right up the block from it. And supposedly, that's the beach where... Um, Elvis Presley does did a lot of his movies. Man, man, yo, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yo, like, it, it even seemed like a real beach. It looked like a man-made beach. Like, it was, it was the weirdest thing. It was the weirdest thing. It was nothing. <laughs> I was disappointed. I was really disappointed, you know? And, uh... Anybody who's been to Hawaii went to Waikiki Beach can agree. I think I said it right, Waikiki Beach. Um, Hawaii's beautiful, but um, sometimes it's not what you expect, especially when you're kind of like in the hood. 
Like every beautiful paradise place has a hood, you know? Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Cuba, Hawaii. <laughs> you know, the hood is the hood no matter what. And uh, yeah, Waikiki Beach looked like it was like, to me, it seemed like it was like just about where the hood is, you know? And um, uh, so, but there's a few other places that uh, we don't travel outside the country much. Uh, my past uh, makes it really difficult, a lot of restrictions for me. So I just tend to just not mess with it. I used to do Canada a lot with Susie. I can't even do that without really going through red tape. And then even with the red tape, there's no guarantee that customs are going to let me through. So I get a little kind of worried about me going with her and then they stop me at the border because she's not mm-hmm. going to go. Mm-hmm. So somebody's going to lose a lot of money. And I would have to put that in the contract. That saves us. So that way, if we say, you know, they didn't let me through, we have to cancel the show and they have to sign that. You know, who wants to sign that, really? And, um, yeah, so it's just it's just a mess. It's a mess. So I just found not do that. But, you know, within the country, there's a lot of beautiful places, man. I've never been to the Dakotas. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. Uh, I've never been to the New York side of Niagara Falls or any side of Niagara Falls for that. Um, never been to any of that stuff. So, I mean, I would like to see, uh, I would like to see some of that stuff. You know, I think it's, I think it's kind of, I've never been to Key West, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of history. A lot of, a lot of wonderful history, man. I would love to, uh, I would love, love to go in and see it. You know, I remember going to Colorado. It's where I first saw my first tumbleweed. That was fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because I was talking about it. I was like, man, you know, I've never seen a tumbleweed. Next thing you know, a tumbleweed went right across the highway. I said, oh, snap. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's crazy. Same thing with cactus. You know, go to Arizona, you see the big old cactus. Actually, the first place I've ever seen a cactus, believe it or not, wasn't even in Arizona. It was in El Paso, um, Texas. That's where I first seen a cactus, a big, like, a big regular cactus. It was crazy because I was looking out to my hotel. I was looking out the window, and I could see it, like, behind the fence. And so it was the natural one. It wasn't somebody didn't plant that. I don't think they did. Um, so that was pretty cool, too. Um, but, uh, and then, you know, San Antonio, I've been to, like, the Alamo. I've done that one. Um, it was pretty cool. I like to see stuff. I love history, man. So I love history. So uh, I like to see that stuff if I could. Anyway, we'll probably get to that point. Anyway, uh, it's late right now. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Please make sure to, if you're listening to this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Please, that will help me up so help me out so much. If you're on um, Facebook, please like and share. And if you can leave me a comment mm-hmm. on the Good Night Facebook Good Night Freestyle Facebook page. Leave a comment. If you have any questions or maybe you have an idea of something you would like for me to talk about or kind of teach you guys or, you know, you're curious. Um, if I think it's, I, you know, I can hold at least 20 minutes talking about it. I'll do I'll do an entire podcast on it. You know, just got to um, just let me know. If not, I'll just answer it in the comment for you. But please utilize that. You know, um, it just lets me know that you guys are, you know, connecting with me. And that's important. I want to make sure that I'm giving you enough value that, you know, maybe you could do something with this. You know, I really hope there's so many opportunities, so much opportunities uh, within freestyle, more than just being an artist or manager or an agent. There's so many. And uh, if you guys follow me, 
whether it's on the podcast or maybe my vlogs, I will be uh, continuing the vlogs. We'll be picking those up. The vlogs, the video vlogs, the videos will be um, the videos. We'll be um, re-recording those, re-recording those next week. So um, I took a little break from that because I made some changes. Uh, and now we're gonna get back on. That'll be a weekly uh, vlog. So stay tuned for that. You know. So anyway, enjoy your night, people, and until tomorrow. Good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.